0: From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR.
1: Every community has a champion. You know what I'm talking about? That that individual that goes above and beyond and makes things better for everybody around them. What we want you to do here at 770 CHQR, we want you to share the story of an individual or organization that has gone above and beyond during this pandemic by submitting your stories to our website, 770CHQR.ca. Community Champions is brought to you by Calgary Co-op. Starting on Monday, that's this Monday, for the following four weeks, we're going to be featuring a community champion on the morning news with Sue and Andrew. One lucky champion is going to receive a $350 gift card to Calgary Co-op, delivered directly to their door by the 770CHQR Community Cruiser, powered by Bow West Appliance. So keep your head high. Keep your head high, Calgary, and join us in celebrating our community champions. Hey, speaking of champions, this guy is a a two-time Grey Cup champion in 2014 and 2018. It's a real pleasure to be joined by Stampeder quarterback Bo Levi-Mitchell on Sports Talk with Jock Bo. How in the hell are you? Yeah, I'm doing good.
0: Okay, just, uh, you know, get, getting
1: through it like everybody else is. <laughs> well, that's that's all you can do right now, and 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 you know, it is it's real now, isn't it? Because as I said, uh, you know, earlier this week, uh, we were supposed to be working this weekend. You were supposed to be working this weekend. Training camps are supposed to be underway, but uh, obviously, that is uh, that is not the case.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, we, uh, you know, we're all kind of playing by ear to you know somebody else's decisions, you know. So we're just. Uh, mm-hmm. My biggest thing is just continue to stay ready and get myself as uh, as prepared as possible for the uh, best case scenario, if it does happen.
1: Well, you, you, well, we'll get into some of those scenarios a little bit later because uh, Randy Ambrose did uh, have a, have a, have a town hall earlier today. But uh, on that note, Bo, I, I'm curious because last time we chatted, it was a couple of months ago. You know, we, we knew about your surgery and, and you were saying, Hey, it was, it was pretty serious off season surgery. You weren't sure if you were going to be ready for, for training camp. Uh, so, so, so how is the shoulder and, and how are you doing physically?
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, right now, man, the shoulder feels great. It, uh, I would say if if training camp was today, um, I would be out there. I would be out there doing my footwork and doing um, shorter throws, but I wouldn't be out there ripping it yet. Okay. Um, started throwing last Monday, and uh, got up to sixty throws. And then uh, again this Monday we went sixty throws, and uh, the arm responded well both times. Um, no adverse reactions or anything like that. And uh, we'll throw again on Friday, so everything is everything is looking good. Um, just keeping to the schedule, you know, as the thirds and everybody sees fit and just trying to uh, trying to push it, man.
1: Who are you throwing to? Are you like Tom Brady bringing a couple of your teammates out or, or maybe just throwing the ball to Madison?
0: Nah, just, uh, just uh, <laughs> a target, just the, um, the quarterback target. So I basically just kind of sat there uh, from 30 feet, from 40 feet. And uh, Josh, our trainer, just calls out. Uh, a number, and I just uh, let her rip. Let so, uh, accuracy still feels good, and that's the that's the thing I was concerned most about. Is you know when you're thinking about your tone motion or how your shoulder feels, you tend to you tend to guide things. So uh, I think uh, the accuracy being there early on was a was a big relief for me.
1: Uh, was this part of the uh, you know obviously the rehab process? You know when you do the follow up with the doctors, you know they look at the shoulder, they say let's take this in baby steps, or uh, how, how does that uh, transpire?
0: Well, I think it was actually just more based off the scenario. Um, you know, the I know go I knew going into the surgery. Um, Dr. has told me he said, you know, images are only so great. Uh, we'll know the most information once he actually gets in there and looks at it. And um, he said, so if you wake up and and we basically just reattach the backside, then that's a shorter recovery. But if we have to do both, that's a longer recovery. Um, and a little bit more of an extensive one. But, you know, luckily uh, it was just the back one that they had to stitch up. um, Yeah, man, I think everything since that day has been positive. You know, there hasn't been a lot of pain. There hasn't been – I mean, rehab rehab is definitely tough. It's definitely tedious and, um, you know, something that I'm learning the words of myself, which every athlete does. But, um, you know, it's just kind of each checkpoint, you kind of see where you're at range of motion first and then once you build a range of motion you've got to build strength in those ranges of motion and uh you can imagine as a quarterback or as a, any kind of thrower um you know that's there's a lot of ranges of motion that your shoulder can get put in any given scenario so you've got to make sure you really strengthen all the small muscles and the uh just the girdle kind of that shoulder girdle like making sure it feels strong you can land on it if you get tackled so we're definitely just you know once the scenario came up of, of you know COVID and what's going on there's a chance the season's going to be pushed back it got to that mid-april point where we were going to start throwing to be ready for training camp and you know everybody was in unanimous decision just saying hey well if there's no point to push it right now and throw then let's just continue to strengthen your shoulder as much as we possibly can um before the throw date happens and it basically got to the point where you know i didn't think there was any more strengthening that could be done that my shoulder felt great felt strong and, and a lot of positions and um you know i was ready to start you know touching leather so uh yeah, we started on this past Monday, and things have been great.
1: Nice. Uh, I, I got to ask you, since you had the the, the surgery done in the states, and, and borders are closed right now, I guess it would be considered essential service if, if you had to go in, and, and get a checkup from your from, from your doctor in the U.S. Has, has that happened, Bo, or can you get it all done here in Canada?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how that would play out uh, for essential lives. Yeah. Uh, it's an elective surgery, so you know, I doubt they would actually do that. But uh, okay. No, I think me, you know, their their office is closed down as well. Okay. So they're not even able to meet with people right now. Um, the same that, you know, a lot of doctors and everything here that are elective kind of things, you're not allowed to. So, uh, yeah, we've done it all over Skype, FaceTime, just talking to them. And, okay. and Josh uh, Tamir just uh, put me through basically the range of motion, making sure uh, LHR likes to be thieves. And then I've got, obviously, uh, Jeff Peach out here, uh, my throwing guy and shoulder guy who's who's been there um you know, just making sure that he can kind of correlate that with what LHR wants to see as well. So, um, yeah, it's been over FaceTime and, and, and whatnot, but, uh, you know, would love to be there and let him get hands on and see it himself. But, you know, Josh has been doing a great job, and, and uh, I feel very good and confident about everything that's happened so far. And, uh, you know, put my trust in, into these guys here at the training staff, and it's been, it's been working out.
1: Uh, certainly is positive for Peter fans, positive for, for Bo Levi-Mitchell. But but I guess realistically, Bo, uh, you really won't know until you actually take that first good whap, I guess, in, in practice or in game action. Uh, is that fair? Uh,
0: no. I mean, um, you know, it's, it's not a stability problem. Okay. To where, yeah, where if I land on it, it's going to repuncture it or something like that. It's, it's more the, the stress you put on it when you throw. Um, okay. And when your shoulder isn't unstable, then your are that the ball kind of in the socket, if you can think of it that way, it kind of moves more than it wants to. And when that happens, then your muscles start to grab on. And, you know, if, if I'm getting back in that, you can imagine that Michael Vick kind of externally rotated arm. I mean, his is like the most drastic out of anybody that ever plays, maybe besides Patrick Mahomes now. Um, but when you get back in that position, typically your shoulder feels so strong that it's kind of like a slingshot maneuver that shoots forward. And, um, you know, last year and the year before, my shoulder was basically when I got back to that point, my pec would grab on to try not to let my shoulder go back too far to try to protect it. So you kind of had muscles working against your own throwing motion. and um, those are the things you have to get back. It's kind of just your muscle firing timing, and um, just allowing those passes to kind of free flow and not have your muscles um you know worry about anything. and that's why you strengthened as much as you possibly can. so, um yeah i don't i'm not too worried about getting hit um my old line and, and pat and those guys do a good enough job protecting me but at some point it will happen um and i'm sure there'll be some butterflies until that moment does happen but i might just have to have uh you know Went McManus or jay wall attacking me in practice so i feel good about it <laughs> bo levi
1: mitchell a special guest here on sports talk with jock so so obviously no golf for bo uh, what in the heck is bo levi mitchell doing in in, in isolation
0: Uh, a lot of studying, (laughs) just trying to be prepared. Um, you know, just trying to become a better father. You know, it's been, it's been a good time to be with the kids and and especially the age they're at, you know, having the three-year-old and the one-year-old is getting to be here for so much of it, where typically I'm gone for at least, you know, six hours out of the day, even in the off season, just trying to train. So, uh, to be here, you know, for, for Lakey at at her age, I can definitely see the connection has been so strong and, um, it's been, uh, it's been a blessing, man. It's been a blessing to be able to sit here and spend as much time with my family.
1: I think that's a, uh, that, that is a positive without a doubt. Uh, how about your teammates? Have you been able to, uh, to stay in touch on a regular basis? Uh, you know, it's a different world we're living in and guys are all over the, the country and all over the, uh, the continent actually.
0: Yeah. You know, I've, I've texted a few of the guys a few of the receivers. Um, you know, we've got some of the guys still living up here and, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm itching to get back on the golf course. So, you know, there's, uh, there's a couple of guys that want to go golfing. So, um, it's just been uh, just seeing how guys are doing, and, and you know, talking with the other guys that have kids. And uh, I think in the beginning of quarantine, it was all kind of the dad, you know, us, us players realizing what the what our um, what our wives have been doing this entire time. You know, how how being with the kids all day, every day, how drained you are. The energy is just kind of you know depleted. Uh, your nerves kind of get it within and I think in the beginning we were all kind of shocked you know, I was talking to Colton Hunchak it's um, about that part of the life and then and then all of a sudden you start to realize just how much you it, and then and embrace that time so uh, get to, I've gotten to talk to a couple of players you know guys are doing good everybody's kind of on the same page we're all struggling to understand um, just the narrative and what's happening with you know funding and and all that other stuff and uh, if the season's going to happen, and I think we're all just uh, praying that we get to play some football this year.
1: Well, and and that was the word from the commissioner earlier today. If there is going to be a season, it's it's not going to start until you know September. You know, maybe we're going to have to push uh, you know the Grey Cup back into a uh, December. Uh, we know Grey Cup one hundred one hundred eight in Regina. It's been canceled. You know, the 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 host team with the best record, if there is a Grey Cup game, is hosting it. So hey, uh, maybe Calgary can host back to back championships. Uh, let's let's put that spin on it.
0: Yeah, I would love. I'd love for that to happen so I can, uh, to, I can redeem myself from my home stadium in the playoffs. I, I was very disappointed with, um, you know, what transpired last year, obviously. And obviously, there's underlying reasons, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's still I'm the guy out there, and I want to put the best performance I can and, and lead my team to a win. So, um, you know, to get to redeem ourselves in front of our fans uh, in our home stadium would be amazing. You know, even if they have to watch from home.
1: Hey Bo, if you don't mind me asking, uh, you know I I know there was a little bit of disconnect with the CFL and the CFL PA. I had Rob Maver, uh, your player rep, on uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, trying to keep everybody informed. Uh, Did you feel uh, as a player you're you're getting a a lot of information from your from your PA? And and, and do you think there's enough uh, uh, continuity between the two sides?
0: I do. I think um, you know I think our PA, uh, Jamar Wall, and and Maver, they do a really really good job of keeping us in the loop the moment they have information and and it's not over information. You know, Jay wall is not emailing us after every phone call they have or every meeting they have. He, um, he does a great job of trying to, you know, get to a certain point that uh, like a certain checkpoint that he feels it's time to let everybody know what's going on he sends an email. And and the best part of it is he's a lot like Dave in the sense that he's going to tell you the blunt, honest truth and how things are. And, um, you know, I think we're all kind of wondering what's going on. I think, I think my biggest thing is, I would love for, I would just love to see the CFL and the CFLPA um, act more like a unit rather than uh, Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> like we have to disagree on every subject or every side. Like I would just like us to see to see us all kind of come together as uh, as a whole and, and think, hey man, let's, let's make this the best we possibly can instead of thinking you know about ourselves every time or how much money are they making compared to how much money are we making and um you know just come together on 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 decisions on hey how can we make this happen and, and make it such a great year for our fans
1: tell you what that sounds like a nice world to live in but uh, yeah whether it's you know liberal or conservative here in canada or you know democrat or republican as you say in the states uh, we'll, we'll 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 maybe maybe that day will come one time hey listen before i let you go let's have a little bit of fun what's your what's your go to now on netflix uh, uh, that you're at home you know did you watch the last dance oh
0: man uh yeah just the last dance um I couldn't believe how amazing it was just to uh just to know that somebody set on that film for 23 years yeah. is insane to me. Um and all all the better It's also amazing and I'm glad the time it worked out that it happened the way it did and came out the time it did because I think it gave us all something to to uh be motivated by. I mean it's pretty hard not to be motivated by that guy. Um another one is on FX or Fox uh Dave it's uh <laughs> It's Little Dicky. He's a rapper. Um, <laughs> and it's just about his life, and it's absolutely hilarious. But uh, just something me and the brothers watched, and me and my, my wife Madison got together and watched, and it was, uh, it was pretty good. Uh,
1: I think that's fantastic. One more quickie for you here. Uh, the, the NFL draft took place. Tua was number six overall to Miami. Joe Burrow goes number one overall. Who's going to have a better NFL career?
0: Oh, man. Um... Man, I, honestly, <laughs> I, I think, I believe the better quarterback is Burrow. Uh, but, man, your environment is, has a lot to do with it. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. Um, I think I think that's the disappointing part is knowing that he's going to a place that's got no line and he's going to be struggling there for a little bit. Um, but the thing that trips me out, honestly, is that the Bengals know they're taking Joe Burrow and the offensive coordinator from LSU gets hired by Carolina. Yeah. And I just don't understand it. I don't understand how Cincinnati didn't make sure that if he was, if that guy was going to leave LSU to become a coach, that they didn't make their transition as easy as they possibly can by hiring the guy that just coached Joe Burrow for the last two years and led him to that season that he had. So, um, you know, those are things that I'll never understand uh, when it comes to that, but you
1: know, maybe one day I will. <laughs> maybe one day we all will. Hey, uh, Bo, this has been fun. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Really appreciate it. And I'm glad to hear the uh, shoulder uh, recovery is,
0: is going well for you. Yeah, thanks, John. Appreciate it, man.
1: No problem. Bo Levi Mitchell, quarterback for the Calgary Stampeters, a special guest here on the home of the Calgary Peters, 770 CHQR. Okay, we're going to continue the football talk when we come back. Uh, he is the commissioner of the Canadian Football League. He had a State of the Union or Town Hall call, it whatever you want. Uh, we're going to reset What the commissioner had to say today, you're going to hear some of the questions from the fans as well, including what do season ticket holders do. This is 770 CHQR.